woman? What's going to, what, how is a woman going to define herself as yes. a woman? Yes. Is it going to be TikTok videos? Yes. Is it going to be twerking? Is twerking feminine? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like oh, this, man. this is, this is inundating our kids. Yeah. I'm William. I'm Dave. Dave is my pastor. Willie is a hospice chaplain. And we've been friends for more than 20 years. We've had thousands of conversations about things that matter and things that don't. So now we're inviting you to join in. Each week we pull a topic out of the hopper and we talk about it. This is the Hopper Podcast. So I've been on the phone and I've heard numerous people talking about their kids and their gender dysphoria. Yep. Which is common for the day. Okay. And by the... Uh, let's just call it the liberal agenda to tear down the binary yep. uh, of male and female. Okay. There is a push to have humanity as a spectrum, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And that there's no clear delineation between male and female. We've talked about this. Yep. We have. We, yeah. we don't really fit in the conservative side. We don't really fit in the liberal side. Um, we got lots of podcasts on this. If you're just tuning in, uh, whatever you think we are, we're probably not there. Go ahead. Yeah, and so there, there's certainly some episodes that people could review on yeah. this. Um, but one of the things I've, I wanted to, to circle back and make sure I made the point more clearly okay. is that I believe that nobody feels necessarily yeah. perfectly masculine or perfectly feminine. Yes. Um, and that they might at times be confused yes. by that. They may have some sort yes. of weird attraction that pops up in their mind. Excellent. And when they're... When you're in a society, in a culture that says you need to explore these things, mm. you need to tease those out, that's very likely that you are this brand of person in this wide spectrum instead mm-hmm. of a binary. Mm-hmm. I see trouble brewing. Mm-hmm. And I've seen it with, mm-hmm. uh, I've had numerous conversations with people and their kids yeah. who, if, you know, Back when they were really studying this, they said 3% of the population was homosexual, maybe 5%. Yeah. Um, and today, I think that number is climbing and climbing yeah. and climbing. The and I changed. know yep. that is not purely based upon someone uh, being born a eunuch, as we've talked about yeah. in the previous conversation. Yeah. Yeah. This has to do with, with society's pressures. Indeed. And the dysphoria that we are putting upon children, yes. even f- by professional psychology. Yeah, yeah. This is very concerning. For sure. And I think that there needs to be something said about playing the role. Okay. Which means that if you are a boy yeah. or if you are a girl, there are certain expectations yes. that may not always feel like the right thing. I know this is controversial. I get that. It may not. You might not always feel that way but you need to learn to grow into the role yes that that uh is masculine or is feminine yes and that requires some growth and some direction and yes some sort of guidance yes and really the question becomes more importantly the 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 governing question is uh whose perspective will we take to yes what kind of parameters will we have yes in other words, what's our morality? Yeah. What are our values and where does where does the truth come from? Yeah. And that's really the I mean if you throw God out, yeah. then it, it just becomes a culture war and a population a popular contest right. of who right. thinks what yeah. and who can win the day with their with their propaganda yeah. and their their quote education. Yeah. Instead of God has spoken. Yes. If God has spoken and that 
by and large, the vast majority of people fit in a binary. Yes. Then there is a role to play. Whether you're the most masculine or the most feminine out there is not as important as whether you're embracing the parameters and the guidance that God gives to play yes. that role. Yes. You're tracking with me now? A hundred percent. Yeah. Well, what do you want to say about that? Okay. So, yeah, there, I have a lot. Yeah, we could talk for a long time about this. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, uh, man. Okay. Where do I want to go with this? What is masculine and what is feminine, I think is mostly culturally defined. Mm-hmm. Maybe not exclusively, but mostly culturally defined. Right. And so like hyper masculinity is football and, uh, you know, drinking too much beer, toughness, toughness, a big, strong, sexual, predatory, body, behavior. sexual predatory behavior. Okay. I is, can fight. I can defend. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what does it mean to be feminine? It means to be soft and, uh, sexy and, uh, uh, um, like flowers and pastel colors and stay at home and be subservient. I, I don't know. Is that feminine? I don't know. I, I'm, I'm less uh, sure about that uh-huh. ideal of femininity than I am about the ideal of masculinity. But these ideals are culturally made, whatever they are. And that's because that's not masculinity and that's not femininity. Um, I'm not to, that's not to say that there's nothing that is that the masculinity and femininity are, are uh, irrelevant or that there's no standard to them. But so much of what we think about, I don't feel like a boy or I don't feel like a girl. Well, uh, I think a lot of that has to do with society saying you don't fit into this box of what mm-hmm. a boy, you, you are not. You don't like sports. A yep. boy who doesn't like sports, that doesn't make him less masculine from an objective perspective. And we shouldn't say, well, then you probably, you're probably on the spectrum somewhere between masculinity and femininity because right. you don't like sports. Maybe you're gay. Yeah, right. so let's, uh, you should explore your uh, sexuality because you don't like sports. Therefore, you're not a boy. You're not, uh-huh. not going to turn into a man if you don't like football. Like, wait, yeah. what? That is, where is this coming from? Yeah. No, I, I totally agree with that. But I want to push back and say, don't okay. you think that instead of society directing those rules that yeah. we need to have the scripture, the word 100%, of God, exactly defining exactly. those. That's rules. actually where I was going. Yeah. So you don't. Yeah, you're pushing me exactly to where I was going anyway. You're yeah. saying pushing back um, because what the Bible has, I think. Now that's it's not actually really easy. I think it's very difficult for us to uh-huh. understand exactly what the Bible's saying about masculinity, femininity. But that is our place, and I can tell you, football is not part of it. And I can tell you. Well, that, hold on a second. Let me let me push back on right, that. Okay. So. So what do we know about testosterone, like the, the masculizing hormone? Sure. Right? When you have testosterone, there are certain physiological changes. I'm not talking about your body so much yeah. as your, your emotions and your mind. Yeah. Um, some of those things are, are undeniable, right? There, sure. There's a higher ambition. There's a higher competitiveness. Yes, yes. There's a, a higher sense of self. Yeah. And um, there's, a, there's a, 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 maybe an arrogance or a, a, an, an ability to defend and protect yes. or to enter into risk. Yes. To take those risks to, to enter into violence or to, to in, in the fray of trouble. Yes. Um, those are all like chemically induced by testosterone. That's yes. kind of rather scientifically studied and true. Easy. No doubt about right. it. Okay. So, so you um, go, keep going. Okay. Uh, well, I yeah. would, so I, 
I'm not sure exactly where you're going with that, okay. but, but let yep. me push back against where I'm anticipating you going. Okay. We're pushing back against each <laughs> yeah, other, yeah, yeah. right? So testosterone does not define masculinity, right? Um, I'm not sure exactly it's how. It's not devoid, right? I mean, this is the hormone that God uses to create men out of what would have developed as a female. Yes, but okay. having more testosterone doesn't mean that you are more manly or more... Uh, closer to the design that God has for you in your sexuality. Okay, I'm with you there. Right? I'm with you there. So, a man, th- there are men who, uh, how can I say, a, a man who has lower testosterone and is not a a, a, a raging um, risk machine, <laughs> right, uh-huh. uh, does not, is not less a man thereby. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Tell me. Okay. Um, there are, I mean, I would say yes to that, okay. but I wouldn't say it so definitively. Okay. Because there may be a place where um, he needs to protect his family and he needs to act as one with a higher testosterone level. Um, whether he has it or he feels like it or not, there's sure. a role that he has to play. Okay, I got you there. Okay. I got you there. That that we have duties as in in, in the roles that we play for yeah. sure. And sometimes what we what we need to do we don't feel like doing. For I, sure. I'm with you there. Yeah. But I think that there is um there is room for different kinds of masculinity, some that are more aggressive and some that are less aggressive. Mm-hmm. Some that are more risk taking, some that are less risk taking, but that doesn't mean that they are. I mean, that's. Uh, L- let me let me put some words in your so- mouth. You're sounding that I a think little bit. You'll like. Let me put some words in your mouth that you like. If it's quantifiable, yeah. the level of testosterone, yes. that does not mean that you necessarily are playing the role of masculine just because you have more testosterone. Correct. That's not what I'm saying, right? Yeah. But there is something to testosterone, obviously. Sure, 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 sure. In the making of masculinity. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's the, 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 the compound that does that work. Yeah. Right. But there's a parameter, there's a guidance, there's, there's God's word, which is much more nuanced and organic than just, uh, I have this much testosterone or that much testosterone. Yeah. It is more of, again, it's a role that requires study. Yes. It requires practice. Right. It requires a, 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 a humility to say, it's not just what I feel or what I have affinities for, it's what God wants of me. Yes. And God's word will direct me, yes. not cultural trends, not yes. society yes, pressures, yes, yes. not right. gender dysphoria. That's right. I've got to be governed by God's word and play that role yes. and learn and grow into yes. what a true man is. That's right. And testosterone is not the only piece of that, but it's not to be ignored. Yeah, it's not to be ignored. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, that's right. It's not the only piece of it. Yeah. And I guess that's, as long as we say it's not the only piece of it. Yeah. I'm happy with that because you and I have less. T- I mean, I don't know about you. I, I can tell by looking at you, actually. You can tell. You can tell what by looking at me. I, I could. Well, not maybe not by visually looking at you, but my experience of you, um, and because we are older, we have less. T- you and I have less testosterone in our bodies than we did when we met. Sure. Right. I mean, yeah. that's. Um, but we're both bald, and that comes from testosterone. <laughs> 
we both are men. We both right, you're, right. you've got hair on your face, yeah. and I shaved, and so that's why I don't yeah. have hair on my face. Uh, and right. so, yeah, we're we're both men. There's no question about that. But we're not less men because we have less testosterone. That happens. Testosterone. Right. Fa- there's a peak at sure. an age, and then it drops off. Not drops off, right. but it, it fades over time. Right. And so we have less than we used to. But it doesn't mean that we're less men. Yeah. And no, so- I'm totally with you. I'm just saying that there is a biological piece, a, a design piece, if yes. you will. Yes, yes. A chemical piece. Yes. There's a difference chemically. Yes. Therefore, physically. Therefore, emotionally and mentally. Yes. And um, and people, that that ranges in different people. And so for some for some people to be truly masculine, they're going to have to dial down their testosterone tendencies. Oh, tell for, me, tell me yeah, more about that. I, yeah. I think you're right, but tell me more about yeah. that. Yeah. So, um, for if if they're governed, yeah, by by this hormone, yeah, and they're permitting themselves to um to be aggressive, yeah, they're permitting themselves to be sexually promiscuous, yeah, they are not following God's code or His plumb line, yeah. for what is masculine, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. They are just acting out in their natural testosterone yes. ex- excess yes. and calling that man. And we call that toxic masculinity. Totally. And you've talked about that just a minute ago. Yeah. And so that does not, you know, again, there's a role to play. And the role is not the excess. It's not all that a man could be or all, all the aggression and, right. And, right. and power that a man could display. Yes. It is, um, it's about being refined yes. and educated and and all these other pieces of yeah. God's word, you yeah. know, enable so secure in your masculinity that you can cry publicly. Oh yeah, that you can call other people to emote publicly. Yes, instead of being afraid of being called a pussy. Right, um, right. That's masculine. That's yes. really masculine. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and yet, as as well as defending the weak and the poor uh-huh. and taking. Uh, the abuse that would go to them, but protecting them from it. And that, uh-huh. That's the kind of strength of masculinity that we're talking about, right. I think. Yeah. I think that comes most preeminently from a confidence in God, yes. from a belief in the gospel and a security in knowing the one to whom you belong yes. as the almighty, most powerful God of the universe. That's right. And that his definition over me, his identity over me yes. as his child uh, that is the strength yeah. that a man has yeah. to uh, govern his household well, yes. to go to war, to to work hard every day, yes. to lay down his life. Yeah. It, it's the security of knowing God. Yes, it's not how how much weight I can push <laughs> or how tough I am, but that's it's not devoid of those things either. Fair enough. That yeah. that that is a legitimate form so moving on an enormous amount of weight and whatever yeah that's that's fine there's nothing wrong we're not trying to avoid you know uh strength or bodybuilding or whatever but there's a yeah there's a there's a way of doing that that's good Mm -hmm. and a way of doing that that's bad yeah i I, like there are some guys out there that i'd say hey it wouldn't hurt you to do some push-ups totally you know yeah like maybe you should you should develop your body a little bit yeah i think that's part of playing the role Sure. And there are other guys who I say, hey, you know what? Uh, being able to bench 350 is not all, you know, like you got to be able to raise a little girl right. and listen to her emotional problems and be a good father to, that's being a man. And make her feel secure Absolutely. in her right. relationships. Yeah. It's not about you flexing. Right. Right. It's about you being tender. Right. And kind 
and careful with your words. Yes. That's also part of playing that role. Yes. And so it, no one, I think, fits this naturally entirely. There's some part that has to be defined by God's rules, yes. his governance, his word, yes. that you have to grow into. Yes. I think we've lost that in society. Yeah, I'm I think with you. it's totally like, hey, it's this is the way I feel. This is these are my affinities. This is my, you know, maybe you just need to to cultivate and grow a little bit in playing the role that God has for you. Yeah, or maybe you need so that's that I think I'm I'm with you 100%. Yeah. Um and another possibility is that you need to redefine what masculinity is. Because I've talked to folks who say I don't like stereotypical masculine things, right. therefore I must be gay. Right. Right? Like, no, 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 no. no. Yeah. Artists can, don't have, you don't have to be gay to be an artist. Right. Right? If, if you are super creative and super emotional, that doesn't make you gay. Right. <laughs> right. If you're a competitive woman, it doesn't mean that you're a lesbian. Totally. You know? Um, but there, there, If you're a woman who likes to do push-ups and can do right. 50 like really intense push-ups, that doesn't make you a lesbian or right. doesn't make you masculine. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And yet, those things all have to come into consideration. You know, there's a place. So what, so what is essential about masculinity? Yeah. What is he, I, I like um, John Piper's question. I don't like his answer, but okay. I love his question when he says, uh, when you talk to your little girl and she says to you, uh, Daddy, what does it mean to grow up and be a woman and not mm-hmm. a man? Or when your little boy says, Daddy, what does it mean to grow up and be a man and not a woman? So we're not talking about courage. That's not a gendered um, aspect. We're not talking about strength. We're not talking about emotional vulnerability. We're not talking about, uh, you, you know, having now, a, have I would a throw all that out so, so quickly. I think okay. that's reductionistic. I hear you, but uh-huh. I don't. I don't. I think you're being a little Tell reductionistic. Me. Yeah. I mean, I think courage. Both men and women can be courageous. Yeah, sure, of course. But there is something to a man's courage. There's something extra there that can that can be there. I mean, it, you look at the scripture in David's mighty men of valor and how God praises the works of these mighty men, the the army of David, right? And one guy went into a lion's den and killed a lion with, yeah. his, with his sword. You know, and, okay, so I will push back and say, mm-hmm. I think that uh, feminine courage is no less courage, but it looks different. Well, I think that's fair. Okay, so both have courage. It's not about men have courage and girls, well, boys do, uh, and women do not have you courage. You just said there's a difference. So what is the difference? But it's not whether you have courage or not. It's not uh-huh. whether you have love or not. It's not whether you have joy or not, right? Mm-hmm. It's w- how it looks. That, so that's my question. That's, I yeah. think that's John Piper's question. I love right. the question. Right. What is the essential difference between men and women? It's not who's smart. It's not who makes money. It's right. not who. So what's the difference? Yeah, so basically what you're saying is what does the Bible say I guess, yeah. about male and female, Yeah, right? And um, I would start with some of the, I mean, just you probably would too because we're, we're science guys, we're uh-huh, biology sure, guys. Sure, sure, so sure. I would just start with what we know biologically. I love that. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would start there, but I wouldn't finish there. Of course. And to say, well, God has made these differences yeah. 
and um, the the diversity in these genders yep. come together to yep. reproduce. Yes. And so, I mean, you, when you're explaining to a child the difference, you might say, well, a man has a penis and a woman has, you know, like, <laughs> there's... So it the, depends on the age of the child. That's yeah. right. That's and right. That's, that's good. And that's not even accurate. I mean, we've talked about that in terms sure. of uh, uni, uh, uh, intersex episode yep, 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 yep. 21 29 it's one of like. our most popular yeah yeah uh someone just just wrote in about that yeah by the way we we're going to follow up with him soon but um yeah so that's where i would start is some of the biology right sure and this is some of the ways that we see a difference okay um and with that comes some functionality yeah men cannot yes. carry babies that's correct men cannot breastfeed babies that's correct something is being said by god about that yep. about being a, a woman yes right yes men have bigger stronger bodies correct bigger bone density heart yes. lung capacity correct something's being said about correct. functionality Huge. about being a man there mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um that is not uh cultural it's not societal Correct. it's Correct. not trendy it is biology that's right and therefore it's god's voice that's right right that's right so i would start there sure and then i would move to passages that where we have some didactic teaching yeah right yeah a man needs to lay down his life in in the process of taking leadership taking responsibility answering for God answering to God first yes you know in the in the story of the Garden of Eden yes. it comes to the man yes you're the one who's responsible here that's right um, if you you know laying down your life and taking the I mean Jesus directed his disciples yes he told them where they're going and what they're doing yes but he also lays down his life for them correct and um, there's something just masculine about that yes now a woman often sacrifices the most for her littles. Uh-huh. And that's true, right? Uh-huh. There's just something about that. And, and the Bible even affirms that. Yes, of course. Um, that there's something just super feminine. Okay, so yeah. both sacrifice exactly. themselves. Yep. Okay, so that's love. But a little that's, bit different, right? But, but, okay, so, yeah. Yeah, there's a different role to uh-huh. play. Uh-huh. And um, the man is a little bit bigger picture in the sense that he's laying down his life for the, for the wife and for the family. Yes, the wife is really focused on those kids. Yes, and she is um, she is trying to uh, to work with the direction of her husband. Yes, um, as Christ works under the direction of the Father, and that's a little bit different. Yes, yes, um, and so I think that there's a uh, you know I think to play the role, it's worth having conversation where the Bible isn't always clear. Um, and sometimes the Bible appears to the nature of things. Yes. I don't think that that's a bad argument. I don't think it's as strong as a straight didactic teaching from the Scripture. Yes. But I don't think it's a bad place to go. Yeah. Um, like like work. Uh-huh. Um, a man's to work by the sweat of his brow. Does that mean that he has to be out in the fields? No. Work in a plow? No. No. I hope not. <laughs> right. But a man needs to work. Oh, yeah. But... Uh, you know, Proverbs 31, a woman is working hard, maybe harder than the man. It's just, it's, you know, and the functionality of what she's doing has to do with with the comprehensive growth of her home. Mm-hmm. She's she's making business deals. Yes. She may be even running a business. Yeah. Right? But it's it's kind of geared to the, the, the quality of home life. Is that yeah. fair to say? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. The man is in, at the city gates praising her. 
there's some sense of like um of politics or of um uh something societal there yeah yeah uh i think that that's where and i have not read wayne grudem and uh piper's book on masculinity Uh i've not Uh read that book but Uh i've heard that's kind of the basis where they they their end result is women can't be judges women can't be ceos that's correct um i don't I don't think that's fair. Yep. Uh, I don't think that's fair. But I I do see the point from the scripture that men are in the in the marketplace in a different way, perhaps. Yeah. I'm not sure I can articulate it. Yeah. So, a couple things that I will, um, a couple things to add. I think I'm, I'm yeah. with you there. It is very difficult to articulate uh-huh. for sure. Um, but a couple things I can add. First, um, I think that there is. Um, a strong analogy in the biology of our sexual organs as well. And mm-hmm. not just sexual organs, but also um, that the woman uh, can bear children. Not uh-huh. all women do, but that's part of what it means. And uh-huh. Not just bear children, but then nurture women at the breast, right? Yeah. But even in the sexual union, the the man... Uh, uh, I, boy, I, I, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of a, of a way to say this yeah, not, I, that's not mean, but it's, yeah. or that's, that's, that's not going to be seen bad. In the, in sex, when it's done well, the woman receives the man into herself, mm-hmm. and he puts himself out there, right? And goes and and uh, I want to use the word penetrate, uh, but that I, I, I'm afraid well, that that's going to be you just I used just it. did I did, but I don't but I and I recognize that that has the potential to bring up all kinds of things that maybe I don't mean to bring up yeah. in terms of uh, connotation, right? But he is going and so. Um, it's so, uh, I think that that is a strong analogy to men going out into the world and to Uh going out and to penetrating into the world in general Uh and changing things in this strong, I will change things kind of way. And And then God honoring, bringing order out of chaos. Exactly. Light into the darkness. Light into the darkness. I am inserting myself, can I say, into places and, and the woman on the other hand, um, uh, receiving right, uh, uh, the man and then her child, right, and even when the child is outside of her, like nurturing that from her own body, right, and so that is a uh, so so um, stereotypically he is more active, she is more passive, but that doesn't mean there's a difference in energy. She's doing right. an enormous amount, right. Um, so I don't mean to say that, but but she is. It's the nurturing, right? It's the nurturing. The other thing that um, uh, this is a little bit like dancing, like think like ballroom dancing uh-huh. or other kinds of dancing where you've got like one partner leading and the other partner following. You got a man and a woman. They're both dancing and they're both dancing the exact same dance, right? But one is leading and the other is following. Uh-huh. And they have different roles to play, but they're both dancing. By the way, uh, as someone who likes dance, yeah, um, the the role of the man, yeah, is to highlight the beauty of the woman. Correct. He's leading. He's definitely leading. Yes. But the function is to show her form and her movement. Absolutely. And, and, yeah, she's the beautiful one. There's no question about that. And yeah. good ballroom dancing, and that is a phenomenal skill for him to learn mm-hmm. and it's an enormous amount of work for her to put her own beauty and grace on display and to do, to develop her own beauty and grace in yeah. the dance and then to be put on display there she has right. to 
do exactly what what is right. fitting for the dance in order to yeah. create and display this grace and beauty. Um, then uh, there's one other thing that I I found super helpful in thinking about gender roles um, that little boy babies as toddlers as they um, there have been lots of research studies on this I know that you build a bunch of blocks. Boys come over and knock the blocks down. Mm-hmm. Girls come over and they go around the blocks to get to the other side. If, yeah. if they just, if they both want to get to the other side, boys knock them down. Right. Girls go around. And that's not 100% all the time, but this tendency is pretty strong there. And what we see is that um, following from that, I think uh, institutions, uh, businesses, or other kinds of institutions that are mostly controlled by men tend to be very hierarchical mm-hmm. and um, e- each man works by himself basically and in, in independence. Uh-huh. Uh, institutions that are controlled by women are very, very cooperative and yeah. collaborative and uh, one is not better than the other. In fact, we absolutely need them both uh-huh. and there's no institution that's exclusively um one or the other, but you think like the military, which is much more masculine than feminine, uh, you've got like, you give your orders and like, that's not questioned. There are right. ways to question it, but no, you don't question the orders. You just do it and you take on your responsibility. You do your thing. You take care Right. where you get an institution uh, that's, you know, like a hospital. I've worked in hospitals, incredibly collaborative because they're mostly run by women, by these nurses and these administrators who are, and then you, you want that for a nurturing kind of atmosphere that a uh-huh. hospital is supposed to be. And so... Um, I, both of them are are necessary. These are masculine and feminine ways of being in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess for today's purpose, I just want yeah. us to to promote the concept yep. that the way that you are, just because it's who you are or yep. the way that you are, doesn't mean that it's that that that's the end of the road or that's all that you ought to be. Oh, there, I see. Yeah, there is a there is a plumb line. There is a standard. There is a there is a word from God. Yes, that we all have to grow into. Right. Some men need to grow into uh, strength yes. and leadership. Yes. Other men need to grow into nurture and support and care. Yes. It, but they they need to grow to play the full role of man, not as defined by society. That's right. And, and so, in a woman, what's gonna what? How is a woman gonna define herself as yes. a woman? Yes. Is it gonna be TikTok videos? Yes. Is it gonna be twerking? Is twerking feminine? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like oh, this. Man. This is this is inundating our kids. Yeah. This is all over the place where there's all this propaganda, and it's not just political. It's sexual. Yes. It's, yes. it's yes. redefining yes. gender. It's yes. it's breaking down any and every. Parameter. And this is Psalm 2. Yeah. The nations rage yes. against God and they say, how can we get rid of his tethers? They're, he's right. tying us down. Right. He's keeping us in a box. We need to break out of this binary. Yeah. We need to redefine ourselves. That's Psalm 2. Yeah. And and the Bible is true and we need to grow into playing the role. And what's going to govern us? Yeah. TikTok and Instagram, oh, you know, it, Pimps and and yep. rap videos. Yep. What's gonna mm, What's mm, gonna mm. direct us in playing the What role are we gonna play? You're gonna follow something. Yeah. You're gonna play some role. That's right. Where are you getting your information? That's right. Society and what's trendy right now. That's right. Or or the eternal word of God. Yeah. That's what I wanted to say. Yeah, I think that's that's excellent. It's um, the uh, our society is saying I get to define myself. 
I think this is one of the, the biggest problems in our society. Yeah. Is we have we hear everywhere. I get to define myself, and I, I don't think anyone actually functions that way. Yeah. It's a, it's a complete fiction. It is. Um, and that, that's evidenced by the fact that I say I get to define myself. Therefore, whatever I say about myself, you must affirm me. Right. You you must affirm me, because otherwise. I will feel empty. Yeah. Which means it's not enough for me to you're, say, you're I'm not, not defining, defining myself. Yourself, right. I have to get other yeah. people to do it. And so now I am oppressing others to say, you must affirm me in my sense of myself. Right. Uh, who's defining, this is silliness. It's it's a house of cards. It's completely yeah. house and, of cards. And another thing that people do is they say, I will define myself. Yep. And I will define myself by exactly what these boys think is attractive. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, you're not defining yourself. That's right. You're you're just uh, you just don't want anyone else telling you not to act like a hooker. Right. Um, and you think that this attention that you're getting from these boys is you know that's defining yourself. They're right. defining you. Right. Totally. They're defining you as a sexualized person. Totally. As an object. Totally. I don't want that for you. I want that's you, right. I want far greater than that's that right. for you. Yeah. And and I so my if my definition comes from God, then He loves me. And tells me who I am, and that is something he also. But he also um, tells me that I am not yet who he wants me to be, uh-huh. and so I need to grow and change right. into the identity he is creating for me. Yeah, that's what I mean by playing the role. Totally. Yeah. Totally. I need to learn. I need to learn what it means to be a man. Yeah. Because I'm not the man he wants. I'm not masculine in the way that he wants me to be masculine right. yet. None of us are. Right. None of us are. Um, and so I need to learn my definition of masculinity from him and grow into that. I need to learn my definition of what it means to be a husband and a father mm-hmm. from him and then work to grow into that. I need to learn what it means to be a chaplain from him and then learn and grow what it, into what he wants me to be in all these various roles. Yeah. Recognizing that my definition comes from him and I'm not there yet. Right. Ever. And I'm continuing to learn and grow. That's right. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And as Paul says in Philippians, he who began a good work in you will complete it. Yeah. And so I know wherever he's taking me, he's going to get me there. He's governing us. He's watching over that's right. us. Yeah. That's right. That's right. And that's a lot better than the kids on TikTok affirming yeah. me. Yeah. Or just the, the culture wars <laughs> directing yeah, my that's life. That's right. Yeah. Oh, much more yeah. fickle. We have a we have a real word from God, the one who designed things. He knows what's best. Yeah, he knows how things functions best for us in our lives and for our for our our enjoyment. That's right. For our good. That's right. Yeah, that's right. We should listen to it. I I will probably stop twerking in my TikTok. Yeah, I would soon. I would really appreciate that because I you know I want to block your videos. They're so foul. <laughs> <laughs> This is William with the Hopper Podcast. Some things matter a whole lot, like abortion, gun control, LGBTQ issues, the environment, redemption, hope, truth, and justice. These things take careful, nuanced, thoughtful, and open discussions. Other things don't matter much at all, like dad jokes, beer preferences, pranks, and poop. These things are silly and fun. But here at the Hopper Podcast, we love both. And if you do too, please share the Hopper Podcast with a friend, like, follow, and call in to encourage us at 214-267-9287. Thanks. 
All right, here we are with the hopper again. We sat down. We yes. took, took a little break from recording. We're recording a, a number of uh, segments today. Indeed. And you have brought some more beer. Yes. What is this? Okay, so this is, I'm looking at it, Kentucky Vanilla Barrel Cream Ale. Yes, I brought that for you. Okay. And I have uh, Founders KBS Cinnamon Vanilla Cocoa. Okay. So yeah. I know almost nothing about beer, but this sounds good. I like vanilla. I think you'll like I it. I like cream. I think it'll be Let me right see. up your alley. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's terrific. Yeah. I'm glad you like it. Oh, yeah. Now watch now watch this stuff as so I pour it See, you got to pour it in a in a glass there. It's, I got to put it in a glass. Look at it. It's tar. You, it's beautiful. Uh, it's that's really thick. It's going to be it's thick. It's coming out like a milkshake. It's going to be malty and and not uh bitter or hoppy. It's going to be sweet and not bitter and it is uh 12%. All right. So look at that. Oh look my at, look goodness. Look at the head on that thing, huh? That is yeah, I, I'm not I'm, nearly good enough a person to drink that. <laughs> <laughs> this is out of your league. It's way out of my league. Uh, this, I'm just kidding. Though. This yeah. p- piece of garbage water, I'm yeah. enjoying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Cream ale. Mm-hmm. No. Uh, actually, I get I get mocked for these kinds of beers because it says cinnamon, vanilla, cocoa, um, and someone. Oh, that's that's so. Uh, you know, sugary and chintzy, um, but you know this is this stuff's legit. Okay, I like it. I yeah. like what I'm drinking. Good. Okay, this reminds me actually of um, one of my favorite books that I keep coming back to by Robert Farrar Capone uh, called "The Supper of the Lamb." Do you know this book? I do not. Let me read to you a little bit about it. He's talking about wine in the middle of a discussion on wine. We're talking yeah. about beer, but right. Having read the book and some other stuff that he's written, I know that he would say the same thing about beer, except for he likes wine better than beer. Hmm. Anyway, he says this, God makes wine. For all his difficulties, there's no way around the doctrine of creation. But notice the tense, he makes, not made. He did not create once upon a time, only to find himself saddled now with the unavoidable and embarrassing result of that first rash decision. (laughs) That, That it... uh. That is only to Welsh on the idea of an unnecessary world, to make creation a self-perpetuating pool game, which is contingent only at the start, which needs only the first push on the cue ball to keep it going forever. That will not do. The world is more unnecessary than that. It is unnecessary now. It cries in this moment for a cause to hold it into being. It was St. Thomas, I think, who pointed out long ago that if God wanted to get rid of the universe— He would not have to do anything. He would have to stop doing something. Mm. Wine is. The fruit of the vine stands in act outside of nothing because it is his very present pleasure to have it so. The creative act is contemporary, intimate, and immediate to each part, parcel, and period of the world. But there's more. He creates in a mystery what he holds intimately and contemporaneously in being acts nonetheless for itself. The secular is not the sacred. Creation exists in its own right. It is no parable, no front, no punch and Judy show in which God plays all the parts, but a vast and raucous meaning where each thing acts out 
its nature, shouts, I am I, as if no other thing had being. The world exists not for what it means, but for what it is. The purpose of mushrooms is to be mushrooms. Wine is in order to wine. Things are precious before they are contributory. It is a false piety that walks through creation looking only for lessons which can be applied somewhere else. To be sure, God remains the greatest good, but for all that, the world is still good in itself. Indeed, he does not need it. Its whole reason for being must lie in its own goodness. He has no use for it except delight. Just think what that means. We were not made in God's image for nothing. The child's preference for sweets over spinach, mankind's universal love of the toothsome rather than the nutritious, is the mark of our greatness, the proof that we love the secular as he does for its secularity. We have eyes which see what he sees, lips which praise what he praises, and mouths which relish things because he first pronounced them good. The world is no disposable ladder to heaven. Earth is not convenient. It is good. It is, by God's design, our lawful love. So another toast then. Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? Well, I think I got most of it. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a visual learner, not yeah. an auditory guy. Yeah. And I think I got most of that. Um, uh, so he's, uh, the fact that God is not a deist, that he right. is, that he is actively allowing or directing yeast in an anaerobic condition yep. to cause alcohol in the fermenting process. Yeah. Is his, is what he's saying is that he didn't he didn't just start off this this isn't something that came about that's right this was designed that and yeah. why did he design it for his delight in it in so the goodness that, of it because and there's no other use it, the world is unnecessary it's not a means to an end for him mm-hmm. and so when we enjoy things not as a means but just as because we enjoy them yeah we are much like God that way. We are uh, in our image bearing, exactly yeah, sharing in what he wants us to share in. So I'm drinking this vanilla barrel cream ale. That's right. And enjoying it, not as an end. I'm not trying to use this right now right. to alter my consciousness. To medicate your troubles. No. Right. Uh, nor am I using it for, I don't know, nutrition or hydration so that I right. can go and perform some task. Right. I'm drinking it because I enjoy this. Mm -hmm. And in that way, I'm acting like God. And it's a good gift. It's a good gift. Yeah. This is good in itself. And uh, I am illustrating the fact that I'm made in the image of God Mm -hmm. when I enjoy it. And uh, it it is the the grease of conversation, right? Um, So that is a usefulness of it. Right. But That's I'm not to say that nothing's useful, yeah. but the point that he's making is that it it's doesn't have to be useful if itself. we can actually, you know, it is the grease of conversation, which is why we can have better conversations when we're drinking beer. <laughs> 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 and most people can. But, uh, um, oh man, where was I going to go with that? I, I was know. enjoying this me. too much. Yeah. Um, I have 
to be honest, I have one of the reasons I like that book and that passage so much is because personally, I have so much trouble enjoying things for themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, everything is... Uh, Needs a function, a purpose. Uh, yes. I, uh-huh. I'm getting better. I'm doing the right thing. I'm proving myself. Mm-hmm. I'm planning for the future. It's very difficult for me to live in the moment and enjoy things. Uh-huh. And uh, because it feels selfish, it feels... Hmm. Uh, it feels... I don't know quite how to say it, but there, it's very difficult for me to enjoy things. Yeah. Yeah. Everything is uh, functional. And I and I recognize how messed up that is. And it's hard to stop. Right. Yeah, because you got, you got to ask yourself, um, to what end? Well, if, you yeah, know, this, that's right. All this function, where is it going? What's it for? Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it for wealth? Is it for fame? You know, like you can, you can just uh, dismantle it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and even, uh, is it so that I can become a good person mm-hmm. or justify myself? And I think that's honestly, that's, that's where it is. Cause the, yeah. the religious, uh, you have that history impulse yeah. is just so deeply embedded in me. Those it's got the hooks in me uh-huh. real early. And so, yeah, here's how I can prove myself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but what we see in scripture in, uh, in the Proverbs and in Ecclesiastes and, uh, lots of other places in Song of Solomon for sex is that the world is created good and we're supposed to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, 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 uh, passage from Capone, uh, helps to emphasize that. And that's one of the reasons I like it a lot. And that's, and so I'm trying as best I can to enjoy this. Right. <laughs> This vanilla barrel cream ale. Yeah. Yeah. What do you enjoy other than this, what, what, this highfalutin, whatever it is? KBS. KBS. Yeah. Um, you know, I, (laughs) I think what I enjoy most is time with my lady. Yeah. Um, yeah, that, that's good time. Yeah. Um, I enjoy time with my family. Yeah. Um, we can watch a TV series and laugh together and we can play games and just enjoy. I mean, it doesn't matter who wins, although, you know, people like to win and that's sure, fun too. Sure. Um, but just the being together, the, the, uh, the jocularity, the conversation, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, and, and having, having some little goal there to, to try to <laughs> win this game. Yeah. Um, I even, I can even do a puzzle if I'm with the right person. You know, you, you yeah. sit there and you talk. And Absolutely. You're, uh, but you have a little something to do on yeah. top of it. Yeah. And uh, you're just just making conversation and just being, you know. Just relating. Being. Just relating. Instead of doing. Yeah. And the doing is, you know, the, the puzzle's meaningless. I don't need to right. do a puzzle, but it's right. it's there. We're doing it together, and we're but we're really talking. And... Uh, I enjoy drinking beer with guys and uh and just yeah. you know checking in and seeing how they're doing and yeah just relating. Yeah. Yeah. When I was a pastor uh, of a church I had a very difficult time with that that kind of checking in with people and just relating and that stuff because mm-hmm. it was I'm always like okay I'm building my church I'm discipling I'm Yeah. It's I gotta, always I gotta, a function. I get this guy down the road somehow. Yeah, I got to Yeah, yeah. cultivate and I got exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. Exactly. I can feel that to some degree too. I've, I've, as I've gotten older, I've, it's backed off more but, and more and more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
I enjoy things like, uh, you know, disc golf or, you know, just hiking, seeing some natural beauty. Sure. You know, we were talking sure. about a sunset. And yeah, those kind of things. Yeah, just, just help, help me to get out of it. Yeah. Fresh air. You know, you, you walk in the woods and suddenly there's some wildflowers there all over the woods and you're like, wow, look at that. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. just, that's delighting in God. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been times when I've had some horrible day at work. You know, when I was working on houses or something, yeah. I just did some grinding, mind-numbing work. Mm-hmm. And then on the drive home, there was this amazing sunset, mm. and it just transported me to mm-hmm. a different level. Mm-hmm. And 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 whatever was bothering me, whatever depression, whatever, it was just like gone. Yeah, you know that, that that's that's the power of God. You know, just in that moment, giving me just a little taste. Yeah, a little taste of what's to be revealed. Yeah. And I would say that you are, we are more like God when we are delighting in in something like that mm-hmm. than when we preach a good sermon. Mm-hmm. I really believe that. Yeah. There's something... I'm not against m- sermons, more, of course, but... Uh, primitive isn't the word. Uh, it's more foundational yeah. to being human. Yeah. To enjoy... The goodness of God. Sermons will eventually go away, but beer never will. <laughs> right. It's um, it'll be part of the new heavens and new earth. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And its abuse will be gone. That's right. Yeah. Finally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. All right. This is good. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, this is Dave of the Hopper Podcast. Did you realize that we now have a Patreon account? It's a way that we can get some support from our our listeners. We really do need that support as podcasting does cost money. And we're putting money out to make sure that we have content for you. So please help us, support us. You can do that by tapping on the cover art on your podcast app right now and finding the support the Hopper Podcast link. Or if it's easier, go to patreon.com forward slash the Hopper Podcast and you can support us there. We would really appreciate it. Thanks. Biden just had a... A two-hour phone call with the president of China, and uh, oh, I didn't hear about this. Yes, so this uh, we've talked about. We had an episode on China and their interest in Taiwan. Uh, By the way, a listener informed us of of some of the holes that we had in our history, Um, giving us more information information about super helpful, super helpful. China has a claim to Taiwan. It's always been a part of China, except. Since World War II, it's been operating on its own. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was basically, there, there was a, a conflict in the uh, different political parties, and one political party is, was kind of sequestered to Taiwan. Yeah. And since World War II, that, which was a big distraction for you know, China's uh, changes, yeah. um, it has been operating independently mm. and has established a democracy, and we do trade with Taiwan. Right, right, right. Um, and so the question becomes, just like with Russia and Ukraine, yeah. uh, how much time can go by before you, you can still claim your border? You know, right? Uh, how much time is is what's the what's the formula? What's the criteria to establish right, right. when a country is sovereign? And you know, it's been since World War II. That's quite some time. Yeah. But in China, which is a, a much more ancient than the U.S., maybe it hasn't been that long. Right, right. And anyway, the, the point of that uh, phone call was really to put pressure on each other. Mm. Uh, Biden is defending Taiwan, says he wants to, you know, that th- he wants Taiwan to be a democracy. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and a separate nation. A separate nation. Uh-huh. And China is saying, no, don't interfere. This is our business. This mm-hmm. is our country. And 
we want one. That's their 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 mantra. One China. Yeah. Um, and uh, and there was a lot of warnings. Yeah. You know that that uh, and they've been doing some military exercises. And I've told okay. you, way back when, I thought this was going to be a big problem. And of course, we didn't know then that Russia was going to invade Ukraine. Right. That was just before yeah. that, I think. Yeah. But we do know that Russia and China are in cahoots. Yes, for sure. And uh, it appears right now. It appears that Russia is going to successfully take some of Ukraine. Yeah, I think that's already happened. The, the eastern border yep. down to Crimea, which gives him his land bridge down to that land that they took back, you know, that's right. a decade ago. That's right. Um, he's going to have access to that, and he's going. I think that's the way this is going to. This is. Th- th- I think that's going to be the result of this. Yeah, makes sense. The, the, there'll probably be some peace treaty at some point, and there and the U- Ukrainians are going to uh, Ukrainians, sorry, are going to lose part of their country is i think what's happening um and that in that way russia there, may, there actually may not be a peace treaty it may just be they just stop fighting right yeah you're right and who knows how long this will go on indeed but if in this conflict china decides to militarily take taiwan the question is still brought to the u.s what are they going to do about it Mm-hmm. Are they going to recognize Taiwan as part of the UN and part of, as a sovereign state and defend it, or are they going to say this is a border problem that is not really our issue? We, you know, and and are we going to do it like uh, Ukraine? We're going to send them arms and money, but we're not going to get involved militarily. What's going to happen here? Yeah. Is uh, it's got me a little bit concerned as it did back then. Mm-hmm. This is a legitimate problem. Yeah, it is. There's not an easy solution. Yeah. And uh, whoever's in our uh, office in the in the presidency and well, yeah. you know Congress, um, they've got to they've got to think about this carefully. Yeah, for sure. We, we are not just some uh, global dominant power. China is not to be trifled with. Indeed. So we need to we need to think about this and and be yeah. as diplomatic as possible. But at the same time, when does all this border dispute and imperialism stop? Mm-hmm. When is enough enough? Mm-hmm. When how how long does a, does a country have to be operating independently before we can recognize it and say these are the borders, no more changes, right? Um, and 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 when can the world agree upon that? Yeah, you know what is the criteria, right? What are your thoughts on all that? Uh, boy, I I think I am, I think I am way over my head in oh, terms sure. of of this for sure because it. I think it is so incredibly complicated. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, what? Uh, I mean, I can imagine like Texas deciding, okay, so we're we're not American, really, we're Texan. Yeah. When I when I lived in Texas, I don't know if you noticed this when you lived for a short time in Texas, but yeah, the Texan flag, the it's Texas its own flag, place. It, it, you know, <laughs> yeah. flies as much as the American flag, yeah. and you know. Uh, it's a distinct state for sure. Yeah, 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 and there's and there are some distinct. Distinctives about it, right? The uh, the uh, uh, electricity system. You got the eastern half of the United States. You got the western half of the United States, and then you got Texas. We got three systems. Mm-hmm. Texas is is completely isolated uh, from the electric grid, and there's other things about Texas as well. So I say, okay, well, um, and there are, I know that there are people in Texas that I, that I know that identify more as Texan than as American. Sure. And so that's different it, from other states. It's but got oil and its own source of revenue. It's got, it's got totally. Yeah, it's yeah. by itself. It's, it's a, a big, humongous big economy. State. Yeah, that's right. They can provide lots of stuff. It's bigger than a lot of countries. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and California's even bigger. I mean, we got other states, but uh, imagine if they said, "Okay, so we're basically going to be doing our own thing now." And then, like, well, what? And so, 
it's difficult. It's difficult to know when when uh, do people get to decide that. I don't think California's bigger, by the way, is it? Oh yeah, it's got a lot more people. Oh, population wise. Population wise, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think land territory Their economy is bigger, and all of the United States can fit into Alaska and Texas. Yeah, but geographically, I think, I think, yeah. I, I think by land size, California is bigger than Texas. I don't know about that. I think that. so. I think huh. so. Okay. Certainly by population. Yes. Certainly by population. I would agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, we don't we don't have access to those facts and figures right now, but, but they're both. If big, only right? we had a device that would immediately tell us. I'm glad that we don't have anything like that yeah. right now. Uh, yeah, maybe in the future that'll be invented. I know. We're, we're old school. I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fact checked you on the spot, brother. Uh, yeah. I, I just make up almost everything I say. Um. <laughs> anyway, continue your thought. Yeah, you no. Um, so, yeah. I, I, I see both sides of it, right? I don't want people to be oppressed, and that's a real, uh, that, that, that's a realistic thing that happens and has happened. Right. and. On the other hand, I don't want um, I want people to be able to decide for themselves kind of who who they're going to be. But then you know there are lots of countries that uh, say um, what you got folks uh, in the middle of Montana that say, "Oh, we're not we're not paying taxes. We're not part of the United States anymore." And we're like, right. "Yes, you are, and right. we're going to come in and we're going to take taxes from you." Um, that seems reasonable. But then at what point do people get to decide, uh-huh. no, I've, I'm actually not part of this country anymore. There needs to be freedom for that. And, and then who, because we are, uh, have got the biggest military, the United States gets to decide who, you know, uh, which, who are the winners and losers of that. Right. That doesn't seem right to me. You know, it seems like it could, it could just be cyclical, right? If, if, the, yeah. if the criteria was this is uh, who we are and who we want to be, and we're our own people. So if we're, uh, if we're in eastern Ukraine and we really side with the Russians, we get to decide yeah. that we want to be with Russia. Yeah. Um, and if, if we're Taiwanese and we want to be part of China, we get to decide, and we're no longer part of China. And if we're Texan and we want to be our own country, we can just leave the United States. And let's just say that's the criteria. Then what would happen is that there would be more and more and smaller and smaller countries yeah. Yeah. and more factious groups. But eventually... Those factious groups would get to fighting and, yep. and disputing, yep. and, and who's going to conquer who, and they get bigger, and then right. you know be, right, it right, seems right, like it would right. be cyclical. Yep. And uh, I don't know what's best, obviously, but it's it's it, it's interesting and it's terrifying yes. to think about uh, a global conflict that could arise should China attack Taiwan, should they partner with Russia, uh, what would India do um, yep. in yep. that situation? Totally. India is, you know. Uh, Friends, is it? Are they friends with Russia, but they're not with the Chinese? Is that the? I don't know, honestly. Yeah, I, I got to brush up on that. I was talking to an Indian guy in Europe uh-huh. um, about you know geopolitical stuff. It was fascinating. Yeah, um, India is going to be on the rise here. It's going to be the Big country time. to watch at some point. Absolutely. You know? um, China here, their banks are failing, and they have, they're having their struggles, and maybe. You may, maybe they're not, they're not going to be the the next big world power. Maybe it's India. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. Hot take. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to, to touch base on that. Yeah. And just so kind of keep our eye on it. So what happened with this phone call? Well, uh, you know, I'm just relying on journalism to. You tell were listening it. in on the phone call, weren't you? Well, yeah, I was there. Um, yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was. <laughs> I was about to make a joke, but I'm going <laughs> to keep that quiet. Um, yeah, the, 
Xi Jinping has been is a listener of the show. We got to be careful. Yeah, uh, basically, it just seems like it was it was like a, a power play, like yeah. pushing each side. Like, hey, this is what we're going to do. You better be careful. Well, this is what we're going to do. You better be careful. And yeah, we're not in agreement. Yeah, and um, and like I said before, I don't want America to make this big macho machismo America mistake. Sure, like hey, we've hey, we've made a lot of those yeah. mistakes. Hey, recently. we 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 run this world. And, yeah. Um, I, I don't know if it's that simple. Uh, right. So uh, it's something we need to kind of be watching here. And, sure. and, of course, it's very concerning about what could happen. Yeah. Uh, we already seen uh, a, a couple global conflicts, and they can arise out of the silliest things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just like as these political pressures continue, what, what nation's going to be dominant? Which economy is going to be right. pegged to the to oil? What You know, all those right. kinds of pressures start to mount, and then— Something rather small yeah. can explode into a global conflict. Yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. I guess we'll pay attention to it. Yeah, yeah. So chime in if you got some, uh, you got some opinion on that. Yeah, we need some help. Apparently, mm-hmm. we just said a whole bunch of stuff without saying anything at all. <laughs> listening to the Hopper Podcast. You made it to the end of this week's episode. Congratulations. You must have a terrible sense of humor. That's absolutely true. To claim your prize, write to us at thehopperpodcast at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 214-267-9287. Join us next time when we will discuss the worst case of allergies ever. My goodness. Be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and join our Facebook group for more Hopper goodness. The Hopper Podcast is sponsored this week by Daisy Dukes, the shorts for insecure girls. Yeah. You don't need all that attention, girls. Indeed. It's not good attention. Yeah. You never watched uh, much of Arrested Development. I didn't, but it- there was a guy there with Daisy Dukes. Right there was. I'm not talking about that, but yeah, yeah. This, that that was a guy, a character who was uh, never nude, and he wore Daisy Dukes yeah. as underwear and never took them off even in the shower. Mm. But there was, uh, there's, they have another, basically, what what's the, um, uh, Spring Break topless girls videos, girls gone wild, girls gone wild. Yeah. So it's a takeoff of that, but it was called Girls with Low Self Esteem. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> girls with low self esteem. That Poor was the name things. of the videos. Yeah. Were, All right, man. I mean, just really on the nose. It was yeah. it was terrific. <laughs>